I am calling Ben on the phone. That is what I'm doing. And Ben is going to answer. And then we are going to do the podcast a day late because it was my fault. Hoggity. And hey, Ben Lawrence, how's it going? Are you explaining to the audience why we're doing this a day late? Uh, I started to, uh, and then you picked up. Um, I, <laughs> I did a thing where I had a work. Um, my the, I, I tell very little about the work that I do, but the the office that I report to is on the East Coast. I'm yeah. a remote worker, uh, and there was a meeting that was happening early for me. And I had to prepare for it, so I ended up getting up around 5. And yeah. so even though it was Thursday, it was like a no day. Like, there was, like <laughs> the day just didn't exist. It was uh, when I was at Michael's with Jennifer, because she wanted to go and get uh, a thing to organize um, her makeup. Yeah. And I was leaning down... <laughs> to get something and there's a metal cabinet and I hit my head really hard on the corner of it. Okay. And like, I don't know if you've ever hit your head really hard on the corner or something, Oh, but yes. it's like hitting your head really hard on something in general, but then also an added like stabbing pain. <laughs> and in that sort of stupor, I I saw a message for you saying, so we're doing it tomorrow, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, no, <laughs> oh no, and I feel so bad. I still feel so bad. I um, feel bad. I was for... only just sitting here at my desk, patiently waiting for you to call. Can I? Did you do <laughs> anything else? <laughs> well, yeah. After after about 15 minutes, I uh, I, well, I started to do other things. Oh no no! But that the, so you got something done at the office. You didn't just come in for the podcast. Oh no! I was or, I was I was here okay. all day. I've been you know. I'm, I'm oh great 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 day, great great so. great great! That that was the thing that I was really afraid of. That you braved <laughs> stuff just to come in. Uh, uh, well, if we were if we were doing this last weekend, then I would have had to have braved uh, the snow because we had a weekend's worth of snow. Yeah, um, we we had tons of snow. We were snowed in, me and Jennifer, uh, and then uh, we I I dug the car out. Uh, my neighbor Evan came over uh, with a shovel. I was pretty much already done, uh, <laughs> but but he uh, he uh, was you know walked. Here's the thing, and, and I'm I'm being serious about this. If you walk all the way from your house to somebody else's house with a shovel, even if they're like, oh, I'm pretty much done, you have helped them shovel snow. Well, right. You've this at is least, one of those cases. Yeah, you've at Sorry, least told you've at least um, you've at least told them in uh, such a way that you were willing to help, even though you were ineffective at helping. Well, and I wouldn't even say ineffective because uh, you were just not given the chance to help. <laughs> All right, man, and, and the is, thing is, I bet you Evan did... was just like waiting for you to be almost done before he decided to go over no, there and offer. No, absolutely not. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He and he even shoveled some stuff that I wasn't planning on shoveling. So, <laughs> like, like walking that it's that party trick of walking into the kitchen right when the person is finished oh, no. drying and, the and last I, dish I, and being like, "Hey, can I, I help?" <laughs> I'm trying to make it so that there can't even be a, a clip that somebody <laughs> snips out where it sounds like that's what's happening because no, he he was there and he waited for Jennifer to to actually drive out uh, in case there were problems, well, you know, snow under the wheel or whatever. There's that um, uh, Midwestern hospitality for you. Yeah, exactly. I yeah, say unironically, cool unsarcastically. And it sounds legit. Can I say I've got a problem now? Uh, we're getting a new couch on the 27th. So uh, two day, a week and a day from now, we're yeah. getting a new couch. My old couch... I'm having a hard time uh, figuring out how to get it gone. You know what I mean? You can't like, just 
put it out on the front yard with a sign that says free? Well, I could, yeah, but it's snowing and wet and it's going to be oh, raining. Okay. And yeah, you don't. So want, you, nobody wants a wet couch. Maybe, maybe next week. You know, and then the other thing I thought about is I can move it. Uh, you know, just somewhere else, and then have uh, you know, the uh, the two couches. Put it. Put it downstairs, put it in the basement next to your desk, and it'll be like an office couch. And when you feel a little overwhelmed with work, you just go lay down. Oh, man. I'd be laying down all the time. <laughs> ben, I can't do that. Work from the couch. Just like get oh, a TV tray or something. Work from couch. Uh, I told you already <laughs> that, that I am now 100% working from home, right? Yeah, because you're like I signed is on a- the East Coast, apparently. I signed a piece of paper saying that I am not going to, like, you know, there, there might be satellite offices that I could have worked out of. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> once things come back, but no. And I think it's, uh, fine. Illinois is cheap to live at. Uh, still at least parts of it, like the parts where I'm at. It's right. Cheap. Whereas, um, a lot of other places are not. So right now, anyway, I'm, uh, you know, paying off debts. Yeah. Someday, maybe, Ben. No money owed to people. Wouldn't that My, be cool? I just, uh, I just signed a lease for a new apartment. I'm moving next month. Yeah. Have I told you that? I, I, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You talked. You're moving to uh, Belt. Bell, oh, that, that's right. We did have a conversation. Yeah. And my, uh, yeah. my rent is probably more. Uh, my rent on my studio apartment is probably more. I, I guarantee you, it's more than your house. Absolutely, it yeah. is more. Do we want to find out? Do no. we want to guess? Okay, <laughs> we don't need to go that far. Um, uh, here's here's a question. How about this? How about this? How many digits is your rent payment? Four. Like how many spaces? Okay, yeah. See, this house is a three. Four so, significant. Yeah, I I do pay over a thousand dollars. Yeah, and I pay less than a thousand dollars. There you go. And so you have like you a three-bedroom, full, unfinished basement, with detached garage. Uh, yeah, you've been here. I have. You been know here. what's up? I don't know how many yeah. bedrooms you have. Do you have three? Or do you just have two? Uh, we have we have two. All right. Um, didn't know if there was the... another bedroom that I didn't see. No, I mean it's a, it's a Seattle three because the living room would be counted as a bedroom if you lived in Seattle. <laughs> um, he had a roommate who couldn't get his act together and and find his own place. Yeah, so I, I have a living room. Uh, I have two bedrooms, a kitchen, uh, like a tiny storage room, and then the unfinished basement, and then like yeah. you said, the detached garage. Yeah, pretty nice. Pretty nice. Um, still, uh, maybe a little bit too small for us. It's crazy that that's the case, but you know, <laughs> uh, Betty is uh, a teen now. So Betty is uh, well; she's been a teen for a while, but now she's a fifteen. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Did you one you guys... more year, and she'll be a legally drive person if she wanted to. Uh, yeah, Did she's you guys... getting her permit. She um, is this year, I think. I thought um, I thought Betty didn't want to drive. Am I making that uh, up? I I didn't want to drive when I was her age. I don't know if that's how she feels. Oh, I thought maybe it in might be. one of the previous uh, yelling for Betty segments that she she did not. Uh, well, see what I okay. So maybe I'm just personalizing this because when I was her age, yeah. I could not wait to get my license, and I don't hear that same enthusiasm coming from her. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know when I when I first started driving, I got into a lot of accidents. <laughs> so it, she might be she might be seeing my um, my hesitancy. I try not to mention yeah. it though. Her mom's going to be in charge of teaching right. her how to drive. Did y'all uh, celebrate on Sunday, her birthday? Um, sort of. Yeah, I mean, well, we did. Right, we we opened up gifts and stuff like that. Um, she had a Discord with her friends. Yeah. And that was kind of cool. She's been sort of grounded because of uh, school, schoolwork getting done. Ah. But it's fun. When we talk to her counselor, it's like everybody that she's, she's got tons of problems with that. 
kids just don't want to turn stuff in and i don't i get it right yeah uh it's confusing you gotta sit there i don't know i'm i'm a different type of person right i i need to get things done as soon as possible if i can help it and and it really is the other side of procrastination right the reason i do that is because if i don't do it right away i'm not gonna do it and i know that so i I was i was that kid too when i was uh when i was in school i would do my homework immediately when i got home because uh i would rather do it first get it out of the way and then waste the rest of the night watching tv absolutely you know otherwise you've got that in the back of your mind yeah you know you you always have that thing or worse you forget about it and then your friend calls you and is like, hey, what the what the heck, man? What'd you get for number so, three? Number three of what? Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so here here's a question, Ben. Yeah. Uh, so th- there was a TikTok that I watched where the person was complaining about um, how people or, or how they, they, they say that they couldn't trust people who uh, called Gatorade by the flavor rather than the color. <laughs> okay. And, and I understand that because red Gatorade, right? That's a thing. What is the other popular color, Ben, of Gatorade? Is it like some sort of Mountain Dewish yellow? Ah, uh, there yellow you go. Green? This is the thing. Okay, you've hit upon it, Ben. Yeah. I was listening to this person. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then they said, what's with lemon lime? It's And I was like, it's green. And they said, it's yellow. And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> hold on. I think of it as green. Jennifer called it green. But you're right. It's a greenish yellow. And they, the other person, thought that it was yellow. Well, it's it's a very muted green. I mean, we all, like... I, uh, is there not a green green flavor of Gatorade? Gator there probably green? is a greener flavor, but here's yeah. the thing. I'm talking I mean, you and I are of an age where when Gatorade came out, that was the only flavor. <laughs> that greenish yellow color. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jennifer then asked me, "Do I remember Gator gum?" Gator gum. And I do vaguely. Yeah, it's a Gatorade flavored gum. Did it have, was it full of uh, minerals Probably. and electrolytes? I bet you it was. Why wouldn't <laughs> it be? I, I mean, it should be. If it's I, can't, I can't tell you the last time I had a Gatorade. I think I might have been in college. I'm pretty sure that for me it was more recent. But I don't think, like as an example, I don't think I've had Gatorade since I moved here. Yeah. So it's been like, I had Powerade. Oh, you know what? I bet you. I bet you that's that's something. I I I bet you at one point in time because this is something that I do when I'm at, and I think this counts when I'm at a fast food restaurant or what have you. Uh, I still do the suicide. Uh, is that what you called it? By the way, what did uh, you call? No, it? No, because I'm trying to figure out where. You, is this where you just do a bunch of flavors in the same cup? Yeah, yeah. What do you call that? I I don't. I never knew of a name for it. What? Oh man, yeah, yeah, yeah. We called it a suicide here. Uh, um I would I would just call it uh you know taking advantage of the man. Hey I'm gonna I'm uh, getting all these. Look at this. I yeah. paid for one drink. I'm getting all of them. <laughs> uh what, what oh. would I do? I would get a I would get like a root beer and cherry coke. I think maybe that was that was what I would do. You do both of those? Yeah, I there 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 was yeah. some sort of I, I, now that I'm thinking about it, that sounds disgusting, and maybe that's not what I was thinking of. But I remember that there was every time I got a fountain drink from like a fast food restaurant, <laughs> I there was there was some combination that I only got whenever I would you know get uh, the fountain drink. Gotcha. Yeah. See, I would get I would get all of them, uh, and always in different uh, ratios though. So it was always something different. Yeah. Hey, uh, Ben, by the way. What's up, Paul? We have a news story to talk about. And I'm wondering if you know it 
or if it's is it going to be a Ben's going to guess the news? Let's and uh, do you have a news story that you want to talk about for me to guess? Um, yeah. Why don't you go first? Or maybe if the one I'm thinking of is uh, the it same. It probably one. is. Yeah. <laughs> here it goes. It's time to play guessing the news. Yeah. There we go. All right. Um. All right. So Ben. Yes, Paul. Uh. <laughs> This is actually going to be harder than you might think. There's someone on the right that everybody loves to hate, and they were in the news this week. <laughs> That's delightful. I'm making it harder. <laughs> yeah. Is is that the hint? Uh, that's 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 hint number one. All right, so I uh, I know what you're talking about. Do and, you? Um, I'm gonna say that my uh, you can buy a mug from the Al Franken store with one of Al Franken's sayings on it when he was a senator, and this saying is, "I like Ted Cruz more than anybody else in the Senate likes Ted Cruz, <laughs> and I hate Ted Cruz." <laughs> The story, of course, is Texas is uh, uh, euphemistically burning to the ground, but they're freezing. And Ted Cruz was caught flying with his family to Cancun. And oh, and that... Oh, okay, so, so that was bad enough. What was the worst thing about it? The worst thing? Well, uh, you, certainly you're not talking about his haircut. Um, oh, no. <laughs> no. Uh, what is, I don't know, what is the worst thing about it? When he got in trouble for it, the oh. first thing he did <laughs> yeah. was blame his daughters. He blamed his daughters. He's like, my daughters wanted to go to Cancun, and I wanted to be a good dad. So he escorted them there. Yes. Although, uh, and, not- and then it was shown, It was sh- and then he said, I escorted there, and, the, and, and now I'm flying back. And it was shown that his return trip was not originally right that day, but he, it was. He bought that ticket at six a.m. that day. Once he found yeah. it, once once he knew he was found out. Uh, so he he came yeah. clean though. I, uh, I I won't give him anything, but I did see footage of him saying that the original plan was to stay for the weekend. Yeah, because eventually people. Find, here's the thing. It, it is good that he said all the things that people already found out. Yeah. <laughs> right. But, you know, it's it's tough. It's tough to do. Um, the, the thing that I like a lot is so when he tweeted the thing about his daughter or when, a, when the thing about his daughters showed up on Twitter, someone replied with it with uh, the scene from The Dead Zone. Where Martin Sheen, as the politician, was right. holding the child up, right, to stop the bullet. That I, was nice. I think of that scene all the time because in the book slash movie, that is basically the end of Martin Sheen's political career. Yeah, and every time in the last four, four five years, when our previous president did something. Was it either yes. it was making fun of a disabled reporter at a rally, or or paying off, or, or talking about you know the 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 locker room talk on the on the bus with um uh, the Access Entertainment dude or whatever TV show it was? I would always think, is this his Martin Sheen holding up a baby moment? And it never was. And it never was. Uh. No, but the thing that I was trying to be uh, sort of vague about when I was doing it is that we also have the other uh, news story, which is, of course, that broadcaster Rush Limbaugh passed away. yeah. Uh And many people... We're happy about it. It's I've never seen such glee amongst my liberal let's not immediately speak ill of the dead friends 
and um, I can only imagine that the the glee w with Russia's passing will be outmatched only with the passing of our previous president when that ever happens. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say Ted Cruz just to bring it on home. Um, you know, it's funny. I, I saw something. I saw something. If if you know Ted Cruz. This isn't my idea. Somebody mentioned this online. I'm just going to repeat it here. If he hadn't spent the last eight years just being a complete dick in front of the TV cameras, and now yeah. that now everybody knows what he looks like, he might have actually been on been able to go on vacation successfully. Yeah, that's it's because but, but now point. everybody knows who what he looks like, even with um, the mask on. The the thing about Rush Limbaugh, I told this story on Twitter, but I'll tell it here as well. Um, I had a relative who I hadn't seen in a while. We knew each other as children. We met again as adults. Uh, and I say adults loosely. We were both young at the time. And we were at a wedding, I believe. And I said, uh, and, and I'm paraphrasing. This isn't exactly what was said, but it, it was basically how it went. I said, so what are you into these days? And they said, I think Rush has some really powerful ideas. Oh, God. And I started humming Tom Sawyer to myself, you know, mumble singing it. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, I get what you mean, man. And, and then we kept talking, and I realized that he was talking about a guy. And he was talking about a guy that I had no idea who he was. And then I realized that he was a radio guy. Yeah. And then I listened to it for a while and I'm like, well, I don't like this. <laughs> and from that point forward, I knew who he was. It was it it in my opinion, he wasn't that popular at the time I found out about him. Now, you know, as I as I go forward, Ben, in my journey of yet another thing, <laughs> right? Cuz we had the the ADHD thing which I still, you know, I have a lot of the symptoms of it. I'm not going to say I don't have it. But yeah. now there's this autism thing. As I speak to Jennifer and my parents and people that knew me and all that kind of stuff, I I was, uh, in the way that I presented myself, uh, much more noticeably autistic than I am now. And even now, I'm not as good at masking it as I think I am is the basic thing. Okay. So if, if you know me well, like, you know me, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know that maybe there are certain topics that you'll want to stay away from whenever I'm around, <laughs> unless you want to hear about them <laughs> exactly. for a really long time, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but when I was a kid, I was being managed a lot more, um, by people because I, I like to think that the friends that I have made, uh, in my life, uh, are people who get it and who are able to deal with it. Not necessarily enjoy it, but are like, okay, this is happening. I'm gonna wait and see what happens or, you know, like manage like, Hey, Paul, what about this? And you, you get me off of the topic onto something else. If, right. if you can do it. <laughs> and, and I know for a fact, I know I don't even have to have you tell me that, you are well aware of my ability to turn any conversation we have into the thing I want to talk about if I want to talk about it badly enough. Right. And I am saying I'm sorry now in a moment of lucidity. <laughs> oh, it's no. not going to stick with me all the time. But uh, are you are you so, buttering me up for something that you're going to launch into? So here's the thing. Constantine, right? There's a no. Um <laughs> I was trying to think of uh, of something that, uh, because I, I hear that there's going to be a Constantine. Uh, Another one? TV show. Yeah. yeah. Oh, a TV one. show. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I think HBO Max. Maybe. No. Yes. Yes. Everything, HBO Max, maybe. Everything or comes Netflix, to maybe. HBO Max. Man, I tell you what, I, <clears throat> I have not watched HBO Max as much as I could or should because I'm still in the throes of Dimension 20, but it's got a lot of stuff. Like I haven't finished uh, Doom Patrol yet, even. Yeah, uh, which is I, I. I'll admit that I sometimes will watch HBO Max just so I feel like I I'm getting I'm I'm getting what I'm paying for. 
Yeah. Because it is by far the most expensive streaming service that I have. And oh, so how much is it? It's like six, I, with tax, it's like sixteen fifty a month. Oh wow! Yeah, no, I have it through uh, AT and T. Ah, yeah. So no. I, I, uh, I pay for it. They, they finally got to the point where I don't have to have cable, uh, to get it. Uh, it's it was a it was a promotion, that's like, hey, you have fiber service with us, so you get this. Yeah. I was like, okay, that sounds great. Um. Haha, now I don't have to pay for cable. I'm just paying for the fiber service that which is gives me the TV chat. Hold on. <laughs> you know that they finally did it. Uh oh, but what I was going to say is um so I don't know if he was um if Rush Limbaugh was more popular when I was a kid and I just was unaware of it. I, I he had a TV show at one point like back in the like the That's mid-90s. right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. That's how it's, I first heard weird. about him. Um, I'm still thinking about, and you and I have had this conversation before, is there such a thing as a funny conservative guy? <laughs> uh, and, or or is it just oh that the politics snap us out of funny and so we'll never find them funny? You know, it's, it's is, funny because there is a conservative on NPR's Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. And uh, his name is uh, his name is PJ O'Rourke, and oh yeah, he uh, he he's an unabashed conservative. And I think once I found that out, I mean, once I listened to enough shows and I understood what this guy was about, like all of his jokes, quote jokes on the show, yeah. always just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. And I had to stand back and think, well, do they rub me the wrong way because they're not funny, or because I don't like? Jokes from conservative, you know, I don't like him making fun yeah. of my guys, you know? Okay, so, and and here's what I'll say, is that there's a guy, his name is Andy Levy? Andy, I think that's his, that's that's how you pronounce it. Who does a, who had a show called Red Eye on Fox? Yeah. And I don't know if he's a conservative or not, and the reason I say that is because I think he's funny on Twitter. I think he's a funny guy on Twitter. And so if he's conservative, then yes, but I'm suspecting that he's not conservative because I think he's funny on Twitter, which is silly. Um, But okay, uh, Dave Chappelle, I would say that Dave Chappelle nowadays is conservative. It's weird to think it, but he kind of is. The Overton window has shifted. He's a little bit more stuck in his ways than other people. I haven't um, really paid much attention to what uh, Dave Chappelle has been saying these days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, so I would say he's still funny. Can be still funny. Um, I'm <clears throat> sure I'm I'm sure it's possible. There was but a, there was a, a while I, ago when there was like some sort of like Daily Show esque. TV show, it must have been on Fox or some other, like, typical uh, right-wing, typical, like, uh, um, similar right-wing channel. Um, And it was supposed to be, quote, you know, the fake news. Uh, And I I think I saw clips of it on The Daily Show. I don't actually remember where I saw these clips. And it was legitimately not funny. Yeah, well, and here's the thing. The, The one thing that makes me wonder if there can be such a thing as a funny conservative is because... I do know for a fact that there is such a thing as liberal humor that is not funny. Right? Yeah. Just yeah. uh the 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 low-hanging fruit kind of you know, it, I, people some people like it, some people think it's funny, I don't sometimes. Well, see So I know I and maybe it is like any extreme political viewpoint isn't funny. Because it's predictable, that might be part of it. Also, I think like, I think it's important to note that we're talking about uh, you know conservatives being funny in terms of political comedy, and not in ter- not you know can a conservative be funny when they're not talking about politics? Oh, I mean, oh no, I'm talking about I'm not I'm talking about when they're not talking about politics too. <clears throat> if you know of a this is the thing, Ben, and I'm serious about this. If you know of a conservative who you find funny. When they're not talking about politics, when they're talking about something else, give me an example I, so that I will so, know. 
it, if we're talking about that, I have no idea. Maybe there's a stamp. Maybe maybe you know, Mitch Hedberg was a conservative, but he never talked I, about politics. I think James Woods can be funny. For can example, he? <laughs> in when in okay in Contact, right? Because I think when Contact came out, he was already on. You know where he was at politically. Uh, when he said when he talks about um, Hitler. Uh, be, you, you remember? Oh, spoilers for Contact. <laughs> We're talking a about movie the, that the Jody Foster, Carl Sagan movie, right? And there's there's a there's a point where you see Adolf Hitler, right? The um, the aliens send a video signal, and they decode the video signal, yeah. and it's Adolf Hitler, and yeah. and he says something like, "How do we know that they're good? Maybe they're saying, hey, this is our kind of guy.'" <laughs> and his delivery of that, I found funny. Well, see, I don't think that's different because he was he was performing somebody else's words, right? He was yeah. acting. He wasn't like writing a column or doing stand up or anything like that. Um, Mike Nelson, Mike Nelson from Mr. Science Theater Three Thousand. Yeah. Uh, famously conservative. Um, famously. Well, well, I, or infamous. I I don't know, but it's, it's <laughs> is he? He's yeah, yeah, yeah. He is. Um, maybe not to the, and that's the other thing is that there are degrees, right? Maybe not to the degree of someone, uh, like who is evil. <laughs> and that's the thing is, can you be conservative and not evil? I think it's possible. Some people do not. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's one of those things, right? Where, where, you know, you may be, you may have conservative viewpoints. You may not, uh, uh, you know, tell everybody your political views when you meet them or talk them on the street or even do art. Uh, but you know, if you vote conservative, then you are voting for a certain type of person to hold office. And so is that an evil act? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, and here's the other thing is, am I good? You know, that's something I think about all the time. <laughs> In some ways, I am probably also evil. Like, you eat babies, but you vote for the Democrats? Well, or or the other way around. <laughs> so am I good, you know? am I bad? Um, so, so, well, just the idea of, you know, I think I'm a good person. But really, how many people do I help? How much, Right. how selfish am I? Like, how many things do I get just for myself instead of... So, yeah, you know, I, I think in the grand scheme of things... When we're talking about just on a global scale, right, I am possibly more evil than a lot of people. And the only reason I don't feel like I'm evil is because I am, you know, by contrast to a lot of other people that I am aware of, not as evil. I'm not talking about, like, my friends and neighbors. I'm talking about I know of a lot of evil that goes on. Right. So I can look at that evil and go, well, not me. You really got to be selective I'm when you're comparing person. yourself to, uh, you know, good and evil people. Now, here's here's one thing. Um, a, uh, a person I know on Twitter was complaining about something that, that they had seen where someone at replied a celebrity to talk to them because they liked them or wanted to be... They, they at replied it was a comedian and they wanted to, like you know, do a joke thing with them. Yeah. And apparently because of the way that the settings on Twitter were set up, this person uh, got made fun of by the celebrity, but the celebrity had settings so that the person couldn't see that they were being made fun of. <laughs> and then their, their Perfect friends uh, joined in and stuff like that. I, I mean, we don't do that, right? We, we, I, I feel like Goody Lawrence in general, uh, did not go out of our way to be mean spirited towards an individual. In For the most work. part, we did do the Joe Adcock, uh, theater review Mad Lib. Wait, Was that mean spirited? Yeah. Yeah, we did. Would you have considered that mean-spirited? Wait. Remind me... Uh, okay. Joe Adcock. 
remind me. Oh, he was the uh, he theater was reviewer Seattle for Times? the Seattle PI. And, oh, Seattle um, PI. He uh, he saw everything. And is he... the is the P... is the P... wait? Who's okay? I think I'm getting him confused with another person. Oh, you and, and are you thinking of Joe Bowling? See, because because Joe Bowling, right, is a perfect example of. He was used, and I think that this was out of love, sort of. Bama Roger used him as a punchline on one of her jokes, uh, which, um, if you remember, the joke that she said was, uh, I performed the vagina monologues with my vagina. Uh, Joe Bowling said he couldn't understand what I was saying, or something to that effect. I. I'm not doing the joke justice. It was funny when she wrote it. Uh, not when I half remembered it and then said it, but, but yeah. So I mean, he was a, he was an interesting fella. But it's it's right? different though because I I think the community's feelings towards Joe Bowling were very different than Joe Edcock because Joe Bowling was like right. uh, he was just somebody who loved seeing theater and he wrote these reviews. Right. And it, I, I don't think anything he wrote was ever mean spirited towards like performers, uh, right? Because he did it because oh, he loved it, right? And and I think people in turn loved him. Yeah. Whereas you look at Joe Adcock, whose job it was was to yeah, write and I think, reviews. I for th- feel as though, and and what? Like, did you hear that? Yeah. Some stuff some, fell. Something fell. So. So the Joe Adcock Mad Lib review. Do you have that? Uh, I, somewhere, Can, yeah, I do. It's at home. At, at some point in time, we should uh, we should do it maybe out of order from our other, <laughs> you know, review of our stuff. Actually, I'm gonna look it up to see how far away it is because we haven't done this in a while. Yeah. Because um. I'd like to hear it. I don't think it. I don't. I don't really think it's uh, us making fun of him. I think it's us making fun of the institution of the Seattle PI theater column that he wrote and the, and his position. Does that make sense? Like, well, it was. He's more of an office. It was, but it was very much directed at him specifically, not just at theater. Why? Because because did, did we not like something that he did? He had this. If I remember correctly, and I'm probably getting this completely wrong, but his his um, reviews were basically just a plot summary, and maybe oh. maybe one sentence at the very end describing whether or not he liked it. I I okay, so I'm vaguely remembering this now <clears throat> because I think the end of it was I hated it or something <laughs> to that effect. Yeah, something like that. So uh, I think who who read it. Uh, when we uh, did it, I have no idea. Okay. Uh, let me see. So I th- our last piece we did, we I think we did blood, blood, blood. We haven't gone forward from that. Oh, hey, let's do it now. We why not? We're yeah. already here. All right, we're here. Hey, so uh, our next performance uh, this this week on uh, Goody Lawrence History is from February fourth, two thousand five. Sixteen hey, years ago. Hey, that's good. We're 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 in the same month. Yeah. Uh, it's called Naked Dead Guy. Do you remember Naked Dead Guy? Oh my god! Yeah! <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I can talk about this really quick. Yeah, do it. Um, let me, let me, let me do, let me do... Okay, so there's this guy, Chris McDonald. Am I correct in you are the correct. name? Yeah. Christopher McDonald. Christopher McDonald. He was in two different shows, uh, not necessarily back-to-back, where he was... Nude and or dead, I believe. And we thought it would be funny if we did a show or a scene with him called Naked Dead Guy. And it was a basically, if I remember correctly, it was an office scene where there was a naked dead guy. And it didn't land as well as we wanted to because there were no chairs. (laughs) And so they had us standing up pretending that we were at work and it just didn't hit as well if i remember correctly i um, say they had us uh we decided it to was, do it 
Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. There were two shows that Chris was in where he played someone who died and somebody who was naked. And uh, before, uh, so he agreed to do this for us. Uh, He didn't have to. But it, um, he. (laughs) He didn't have to. No. He yes, he volunteered. We didn't offer him anything. We just asked nope. him if he would do it. Probably bought him a drink at the bar, but he late. So the lights were off uh, when uh, I think at the very start of it, and he's in the audience. I remember uh, he, he was just in a towel sitting in the audience before the show, and um, <laughs> and then when it was time for our bit, he in the dark he got down, put the towel down, laid down face down, and we be, and we start the scene. Uh, typical office scene, but yeah, we're standing up, and I think it, people in the, like the back of the house couldn't even see him because he was on the floor. Yeah, <laughs> but it was still great. I uh, mean, I I still love it. It's still uh, uh, you heard how how happy I was. Yeah, when you yeah. said it. Um, um, I think this I think this script is really funny. It was one of our better ones. Yeah, exactly. Do you do you have the script? I do. Oh man. Um uh, we, we but there's a third. We we would need uh Pamela to come in to be the uh the other coworker. Yeah, that's right. We could we could theoretically if you mailed it or or I would it to me and Jennifer, she could read that part. <laughs> Let me see. Can, do you, do you mind if I check and see if she'll do it? Sure. Cuz I think it'd be nice. Okay. Uh Vam. Oh, oh dear god. Um I'll just cut this part out. (laughs) I still... I don't think anybody thought our Joe Adcock Goody Lawrence Review Mad Lib was mean-spirited at the time, but it has been 16 years, or 15 years probably since then. And so... Maybe times have changed. Maybe people's opinions have changed. And now it is mean-spirited. Probably not one we're going to revisit. Send it to your phones. Can I send you a link? Uh, I guess so, yeah. You, I mean, when you say send it to your phones, uh, can I just email it to you? Because uh, you yeah, can get your email on the phone. And Jennifer, right. you get to sit down. I'll, I'll stand. I just... I just sent it to you and Jennifer to your Gmail addresses. Okay. Walgreens COVID nineteen update. Oh, Jennifer, one sec. Okay. Okay, here it is, naked dead guy. Okay. So, are you ready? Uh, yeah. I'll read stage directions. Okay. Uh, Office sounds in a dark stage. Lights up to reveal Ben typing. There's a naked dead guy on the floor. Paul enters with a cup of coffee and some donuts. Morning. Morning. Paul takes off his jacket. Hat begins typing. There's a long pause as Paul tries to work but can't help glancing at the naked dead guy and checking for Ben's reaction. Ben? Hmm? Forget it. Did you bring me a donut? Yeah. Paul awkwardly hands Ben a donut over the naked dead guy. Another long pause. Paul can't work. Sorry, I just... What's that? That's not our problem. Just ignore it. Sorry, it's just too distracting. Paul puts his hat over the butt of the naked dead guy. That's better. Well, that settles that. What? It's your naked dead guy now. Huh? It's wearing your hat. Funny. I'm not joking. You know, you got here first. It was here when I came in this morning. Mondays. Mondays. (laughs) <laughs> Paul and Ben stare at each other, naked dead guy, etc. Coworker enters. Your coworker. Sorry. Hey guys. Whoa. 
Whose naked dead guy is that? His! His! Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Damn it. Uh, Paul Ben coworker laugh as lights fade. No, huh? se seriously, you guys. Ha ha! Who, whose is it? What? said no the Who's end guys who says it the end so so when i when jennifer when jennifer agreed to do this she said doesn't she just come in in the end and say who's naked dead guy is that and i said no no there's more to it than that and and i'm reading the the stage directions that say pause and i guess you don't know that i can do that or something <laughs> Because you kept telling <laughs> you're managing me through the last, like, four seconds of this game. Okay, let's do it again. Oh, God. Oh From God. the t No, t both of you, you didn't hear him, but Ben was like, oh, God. No, okay, we won't. But it's good, and I like it. And I like you, Jennifer. Thank, Thank you, you so Jennifer. much for helping. You bet. Jennifer is going on a vacation to her mom's house. Yeah, so I hear. Starting tomorrow. We love you, Jennifer. Speaking about loving Jennifer, uh, are there uh, any corrections at all? There are no corrections. Well, it looks like we did everything right. <clears throat> and uh, no no uh, voicemails either. Of course, I don't think we gave the phone number out away. Uh, out away. Uh, I don't think... The, the phone yeah. number? Do you mean B... One O lung lag. That is it. B one O lung lag. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have to keep the phone number going even after we're dead. <laughs> oh man, can you imagine? At oh, I was thinking about this actually, Ben, and I forgot to mention at the top of the show. What's that? Do you think that kids today can memorize a phone number? Or is that a skill that has gone by the wayside? I think kids can memorize a phone number. I just don't think kids need or feel they need to. Much like we Let's needed to when you were a kid. Hey, Betty! <laughs> because here's the thing. When I was... Oh, man. Okay. Uh, I just realized that I'm going to have to have her whisper it to me. But when Betty was a kid, I had her memorize my phone number. Oh, yeah. And she memorized it. So we're going to find out if she still memorizes it or not. Well, she's one up and on I'm me. Gonna... I don't have your phone number I'm... memorized. Wait, what? I have your phone number memorized, Ben. <laughs> Are you... Did you know that? Yes, I mentioned yeah, it often you on the you, podcast. You, you talk about it often, yes. Hey, hey, Betty. Come on in. Okay. So here's a question for you. Yeah? When you were a kid, mm -hmm. I had you memorize my phone number. Yeah. Do you still know what it is? Don't uh, say it. Yeah. Do you still I know do. what it is? Okay. Ben, I'm going to put the headphones. No, wait. Hold <laughs> on. I'm, gonna, I'm going to move I could the just headphones cut, away I, from me and Betty for a second. I could just cut this part and, out. Well, well yeah. Um, okay, Betty. Uh, I want you to whisper <clears throat> my phone number to me. It's 206. Oh, I just realized that the microphone is on. <laughs> I moved my headphone so that you couldn't hear it, but I'm talking to the microphone. And yeah, so Betty does. The, the, the question is answered. Can the kids of today memorize a phone number? They can. Ben, take yeah. my phone number out of the podcast. Yeah, okay. Oh, God. Um, Day, do you beep it? When you do stuff, you do, right? Uh, if there's a swear word, but for something like this, I'll just cut it out. Oh, I'll just cut it out then. I'll, I'll cut it out. I won't, I won't right. make that something you need to do. Well, don't, uh, don't yeah, cut uh, it. Silence it. That way the, the tracks won't line up properly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm sorry. Yes, I, I will silence it. Um, and I say it like I would, but I, I would have forgotten and cut <laughs> it out. Uh, so, But yeah, I will silence it. And cool. I'll leave in the area code. Ah. <laughs> Maybe I won't. Okay, here's Betty. Oh, God. Hello. Hey, hey Betty. So, uh, Ben and I had already talked about uh, Jennifer is going away. It's going to be you and me at the house. Yeah. What do you think? It's going to be all right. Yeah, we'll be, we'll be yeah, fine. Yeah, it'll be all right. 
won't be too scary. <laughs> I get scared when you and Je- and Jennifer are both gone. I get super scared at well. night. Uh, but I may not be as scared as I was because I got the dog here. But w- when you're here, I won't be scared. Yeah. Not that I'll protect you or anything. No, but but the the thing is, the monsters go after children first, so <laughs> I should be fine. She's not a child; she's fifteen. Oh wait, you're not a child anymore. You're a teen. Ha <laughs> oh, ha. No. Maybe the monsters go after dogs first. Oh no. Maybe the dog is the oh. monster. Hey, has the oh, cat? Oh, Ben been... just said maybe the dog is the monster. No, <laughs> Edward, no. My feet are getting cold, so oh. I'm going to leave. Okay, hey, I'll see you later, Betty. Uh, has the cat been weird to you lately? Like, yeah. does she walk up to you and meow? Yeah, I think she's just, you know, part of part of life. Yeah, I think maybe she's getting old. Yeah. Okay. Or maybe she just wants attention. Yeah, uh, that'd be weird. Okay, anyways, I'm going to go. My yeah. feet are cold. See ya. Okay, bye. Bye. Betty is was in bare feet. On a cold uh, cement floor, yeah. I don't blame her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, no, you have to stand there. Stand <laughs> there and be on the podcast. Atone for your sins. Oh, jeez. <laughs> atone for your sins. <laughs> <laughs> to continue oh, that's this funny. tone, please insert a quarter. That is really funny, Ben. And <laughs> you'll appreciate this more than a lot of people, I think. When I made that tone... The waveform of it, it was similar in shape and everything to a tone that you generate, you know, when you're doing yeah. uh, tone generation for audio stuff. Like the beep. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I'm still doing TikTok stuff. I'm sort of on Twitter now, but not really. I finally got a healthy distance from it, I think. Yeah. Uh. Again, part of this is Dimension 20. I've just been watching tons of it. It's good. No, wait, now, what is that? You, you mentioned it earlier, but I didn't ask what... Because uh, I've never oh. heard of it. So, Dimension 20 is a, a TV show. Sort of. Uh, it's... So, College Humor had a channel called Dropout. And they had a lot of different shows on it. Uh, but one of the shows was Dimension 20. And Dimension 20 was all about... Um, people playing D&D. You had your regular cast of players and Brendan Lee Mulligan, who's the DM. And you just watch these people play D&D. And the, they're all hmm. funny people. They're comedians yeah. and improvisers and stuff like that. D20. And you, you actually get um, invested in the characters. And in the storylines, he does a really good job of writing the stories and stuff like that. And I was telling Jennifer that it's hard to watch after watching this for a while. And, and it's 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 a weird thing because you know that they're playing characters, but you still care about the characters that they're playing, all that kind of stuff. After yeah. after watching this for a while, going to a scripted TV show when people are pretending <laughs> to be like the actual characters that they are is weird and jarring and it it sort of that that kind of um uh whatever you call it uh suspension of disbelief it gets eroded a little bit like uh i was watching 13 coins on hbo which is uh, no 30 coins sorry on hbo which is good it's a good show uh but it I mean, you're watching these people, and you're like, "What are you guys doing? What are you, what are you pretending to be these other people for?" <laughs> it's ruined Instead acting of pretending for to you. Be, it's ruined acting for me a little bit. Yeah, it's crazy. Wow. Um, but I love the show still, so you know, it, it's good. But yeah, yeah, it's I I can't explain it, but the people that. The people are, who are acting, right, as their characters, yeah, make people who are acting, who aren't pretending to be characters, but are you know just in character the whole time and never break, seem hokey. <laughs> it's it's very odd, and it's it's probably just my mindset. You know, I I don't think this is something that would happen to many people. 
I think I think that's what um I think that's what uh uh non liberal arts majors think of uh acting students in college. What are you doing? Yeah. Why are you why are you what pretending? Is yeah. But but and this is the thing, is that I theater watching theater stuff, not the same. Not not as hokey. Like watching recorded theater stuff. Watching a play, two people in a play, um, is not the same. It's it's weird. It's like I need the artifice now. I need to know that I'm watching <laughs> someone playing a role. I got to peek behind uh, the curtain. Exactly. Now I can't stop. Um, so, yeah, weird stuff. Uh, I enjoy it, though. Um, the oh, the, the, the cool thing that I found out about, well, not cool, but... Sort of. Uh, I vaguely remembered like a year ago that Dropout uh, and College Humor laid off a whole bunch of people. Did they? And the only the only person that they kept was Brendan Lee Mulligan, who's the uh, as as a staff member. And they're like, and and the reason it happened was that one of the guys who was employed by the company bought bought the company from the corporation that owned it and in, in doing so they laid off all the people and i think they had to because of no longer I, had that sweet corporate cash laying around yeah and my 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 gut instinct is that they did it because there were going to be changes that they were going to make to it or something to that effect yeah and so this is the way for them to keep their their creative control because a lot of the people that got laid off uh, do come back in some cases. So it's, I mean, they, since the, since the, the thing is restarted, those people have shown up. Uh, so it's, it's an interesting, I'm not sure, you know, part of it is it's the pandemic, right? So they're zooming in and stuff like that. Yeah. So but, there's no, there's no hard feelings. In fact, I'm sure they're, they're maybe they're relieved that, um, College humor is st- within the is not kowtowing to corporate overlord, right? And and the so uh, but dimension so dimension twenty kept on going and is still going. Um, and I mean everyone seems to like Brennan. I don't think anyone's mad. And the thing that it reminded me of is uh, when Annex had one paid uh, staff member. It was Bruce Hall. Yep, and no one was. No one was mad that Bruce was getting paid. Same thing, I think. <laughs> well, yeah, because he was doing the job that nobody else wanted to do. Yep, exactly. You don't get into the, more... you don't get into the theater because you want to answer the phone. Exactly. Well, oh man, can you imagine one guy who wants to do it? <laughs> one day we I'll, had. When, I was when we moved into this building. We had a. Uh, we needed a facilities manager and Chris Compte stepped up and yeah. like, he was like, if you guys don't mind. And we're like, dude, if you want to do this, please do it. Yeah. I like Chris Compte. And uh, hopefully he hasn't killed a lot of people. <laughs> I, I don't think so. <laughs> At least I, not he's, yet. He, he's one of the people that I feel kind of comfortable. Like, like, okay, this one don't need the disclaimer for probably not going to happen, but you know, you never can tell. Man, I still remember the thing with uh, Chris Compte, Zach Zuloff, directed by Paul Bedridis. Uh I forget what what the venue was, but it was a really interesting theater piece. Was it a, uh, a, a full-length piece? No, it was sort of a short piece. Chris, and it was silent. Chris was playing like a king, and Zach Zuloff was like a prince or something like that huh. who killed him. Wonder does that sound that. familiar at all? I do, it does not, oh. but I've seen a lot of short theater pieces over the years, and I do not remember every single one. Yeah, it was really good. Hey, and on that note... Hey, look at the, look it, at the time. I I think we're we're pretty much ready to, to stop the show. <laughs> and I would ask you, Ben, that between now and the next time we speak, which uh, should hopefully be six days, if I remember correctly... <laughs> yep. Uh... I would like you to keep it wrong. Yeah, and uh, I know you'll do your best not to, but in the spirit 
of Christmas. Keep it wrong. Ooh. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> the go- I, oh, oh, Ben, I, I need to say this. The spirit of Christmas, like like there's a ghost of Christmas. And then I was like, there are three ghosts of Christmas, you jerk. <laughs> oh, and I got to remember to take my number out, my phone number out. I got to remember to do that. So Yeah. All right. Awesome. All right. Uh, keep it wrong. Keep it talk wrong. I'll later. talk to you later. All right. Yeah. Room Bye. tone. Bye.